Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We put the body into this autopilot recalibration mode. And if you've got physical stuff going on, it'll work with it. If you've got baggage that needs to leave, it will leave. Hello there, folks, and welcome to the Manzilla Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I am Gavin, and it's a pleasure to be with you. As always, today's show is a fabulous one. It's full of insights, packed full of insights, and it is a really, really interesting one with a man called Alan Dolan, who is known as the breath guru on social media and as a brand, as a business. Now, Alan talks all about the aspects of how breath work can help you effectively ditch your mental baggage now, ditching your mental baggage is so important to to live a clear and goal-driven life. Don't you agree? I think we all agree on that. I think you will like it. So I would love you to like and subscribe and to give this a five-star rating if you do enjoy all the tidbits that you're going to hear on here. Tidbits, that's a good word, isn't it? I haven't used that for years. <laughs> um, yeah, so please do that. Um, and also, um, yeah, uh, wherever you're listening this to this on whichever podcast platform, do yeah subscribe to the Manzilla podcast. Um, yeah, that would be lovely if you can do that. So thank you. Without further ado, this is myself and Alan Dolan talking about ditching your mental baggage. How did the breath guru begin then, Alan? How did it all start? Okay, so um, I'm going to really give you like the potted, summarized version. Stress, basically. Right. Uh, like a lot of us, really, it's almost like an everyman's story now. Uh, corporate career, successful uh, in the Middle East. I was working in the aerospace industry and my stress levels were going through the roof. I was in a public relations position, so it involved a lot of social stuff yeah. and uh, drinking loads or smoking ridiculous amounts. I mean, you know, and I end up as breathing. You know, there's a certain irony there. I wasn't really looking after myself very well and, and Bottom line, my stress levels just went through the roof. I'd also got quite a lot of baggage that I hadn't really dealt with from way back when. And um, it, essentially, I just knew that something had to change. I got a little 
uh, sort of ticker tape message one morning in my in my head, which just said, you know, I was driving into work in my four wheel drive, and and uh, this ticker tape message said, "You make a very good living," and I was kind of like, "Oh, great, you know, that's good," and you have no life, <laughs> and that oh, just, went, you know, when you hear the truth, sometimes it just boom, it was right in, and I knew that, so I left uh, Saudi Arabia. It was Riyadh actually, so it's pretty full on. Didn't really have a plan, went to do a yoga teacher training as my sort of insurance policy. And while I was on the the, um, the yoga teacher training, which was amazing, a beautiful place called the Nasara Yoga Institute, I met somebody, there were two guys on the course, or 54 of us on the course, two of the guys knew about breath work. And we had a day off and they were like, we'll give you a gift of a session. Uh, I was a bit like breathing you know I'm a yogi baby what can you tell me about breathing you know I was a little bit uh, less than gracious let's put it like that anyway 45 minutes later in a group session with very little facilitation my doors had been blown off and I mean well and truly blown off I'd been doing yoga for five years at that point mainly ashtanga and I just reached this place that I'd never been to like a connection with whatever you call the all it is that I never experienced. It was super strong, like really like 5,000 volts going through you. It's a difficult journey for a lot of people who may have another passion, say, you know, it might be in a different industry and they, and they want to get out of their current, like terrible situation that they're in. Yeah, I, I totally relate to it. You know, that was me. Um, I was living for my paycheck and, and really there for sort of, it was almost like the status of the job. And like, when I said I was leaving my family, like, what are you doing? You know, and I was like, I'm going to build a business based on oxygen. <laughs> they were like, he's lost it. So they thought I was having my midlife crisis. I knew, you know, I'd, I've never had any doubt about breathwork ever from my very first experience. It's always, for me, it's always been five-star, you know, the whole thing, but it was everybody. I worked in uh, BA systems, which is a very kind of macho, it's a lot of ex-forces people there. Um, you know, I was not the norm. My boss called me tree hugger because <laughs> he knew that I was kind of into this sort of stuff. And it, I was really not the norm at all. And um, most people really, there was a, there was a rumor going around. <laughs> I, I, we had 1,200 people in Riyadh, all male, no, no females in the company at all in the Middle East. And the rumor was I was leaving to do a master's degree in aromatherapy. <laughs> yeah. So that spread around the thing and everybody was like, oh, 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 you know, thought it was very funny. A couple of people got it. I think the key factor was simply I saw my future and I didn't like what I saw. I projected it into, you know, the kind of five-year, 10-year Tony Robbins thing. And uh, I didn't like what I saw at all. And I could see versions of me around me and it didn't look good. So I thought, okay, it's now or never. And um, it was just my, I felt really very, it's like it wasn't almost like a cognitive it was more like a, a cellular like every cell of my body was like you got to do this so I knew it was the right thing to do I didn't really have any doubts and I never really it wasn't actually that difficult it was kind of like a knowing like I know this is my next chapter I don't know what it looks like but I know I've got to move this won't be good so um so I did and of course when when I did everything sort of fell into place I literally found breathwork I was thinking, you know, I'd have to go and on with monks in the Himalaya or something for like, you know, I'd give myself a year and a half window to make it happen. And it happened in eight weeks. So I think when you've made the decision and when you're actually committed to the decision, it, things will just fall, you know, rock into place. And the, the irony of that is, you know, I got to Lanzarote and I thought, OK, then, you know, done my training, got the retreat going. I'm done. 
wrong you know i had all my inner work to do then because i i'd got the you know the big stuff out the depression but there was so much to do and a little you know it was like how naive again i knew virtually nothing and, and i was kind of like oh all my externals are done but the big work was the internal stuff so yeah. i had a couple of, of real like i call it spiritual spade work like really really digging into my shadow stuff and just getting clearer and clearer and clearer and uh, of course, you know, it's very motivating because you get happier and happier and happier and you end up just having a better time and a better experience of living life. So uh, and that's the brilliant thing, you know, about breath work. For you, you're different from the word go. Yeah. And that's as opposed to, say, meditation, which I also love. But for the first year of meditation, I was kind of like, you know, is anything happening? I don't feel any different. Whereas with breath work, it's really immediate, you know, and, and yeah. that's great to they want results you know they don't want to sit in a cave bombing for 30 years they want to fix an issue and then most of them come with anxiety depression or sleep issues so it's great because you, you get to do that you know within a week if you're practicing you'll notice some big shifts so it's great it's like turbo evolution or fast track evolution if you like what exactly is breath work and how how does it fix people and how does it help people all right, so breathwork, what is it? Well, there's tons of different kinds. That's the first thing to say. So if you look at it like a continuum, then I would put uh, the breath control methods on one side of the continuum, one end, that would be the yogic breath, so the pranayama, that all methods of breath control. Uh, some of the Wim Hof stuff as well, uh, breath retention is very trendy at the moment. That's all in control. I'm at the other end. Uh, what I do is I think of as breath release. So I'm basically, I'm looking at every single person that comes and I work with, and I'm looking at where their respiratory systems closed down, and then I'm helping them to open it back up again. And it's normally closed down with emotional material. So as the breath opens it, the emotional material comes up for processing, and they can, the breath is the vehicle, by the way, which, by which we process emotional energy. So when we have uh, some content, some experience that we don't like or afraid, we stop breathing so the body very cleverly just files that emotional content away and of course over time the filing cabinet gets fuller and fuller and fuller so depression anxiety all of those things are really the body saying like we're full we need to divest some stuff um and that's essentially what it does so if you wanted to bullet point it i'd say on the physical level it's about getting uh, to optimum health on the mental emotional level it's about clarity getting clear of our stuff, our baggage, our history, if you like, which has been stored in the body. And spiritually, it's about um, self-knowledge, really, self-identity. Like, what, what am I? What does it mean to be human? What's at my center? You know, the eternal questions, essentially. And people come for loads of different reasons. They don't necessarily come for the spiritual. And sometimes, you know, I had a runner the other month, really, and he, he came in and was like, Okay, so I'd like the physical, but I don't really want the mental, emotional or the spiritual. I was like, okay, then let's see what happens. You know, and of course, he spent the whole time in floods uh, because physically he was great. You know, there was nothing really to do on the physical level for him, but mentally, emotionally, a whole lot of stuff going on, like most blokes. Um, you, you know, you never go in saying, okay, we're going to fix that physical ailment or we're going to zap that uh, trauma. We just open the space and we let the body uh, do its magic and, and for me really it's a it's a form of somatic psychotherapy 
In other words, it's bodily led psychotherapy as opposed to cognitively led, um, which isn't to say there's not a place for the cognitive talk therapy. There is. But once you've talked it out, then you need to just get into the body and actually get the energy moving and, and clear it and reprocess it. So I think the two go really well together, actually. When you were saying about the, the mental side of um, that kind of, you know, the exhalation and that kind of, um, you know, the, the, everything coming out from a mental point of view, um, what, uh, what, what sort of the, what are the reactions that you see from people when they do have the, that mental baggage and they do let it out with breathwork? Yeah, so people clear in loads of different ways. Uh, I mean, some of them are quite funny. I've got one guy who burps. That's his body's method of clearing, you know. And uh, I mean, seriously, he was coming. Uh, he came to me because he was having the Heimlich maneuver on average twice a week because he was choking on his food. And the first question I normally ask people is like, where are you on a stress scale? Zeros, none, 10 is lots. And he was like, oh, I'm about a two. He was about a 15, but he didn't know that. So his body. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You know, he's living here and his body just had to give him a very strong signal. But as soon as he started to clear, he just started to burp. <laughs> so I'd never had that before. And I was like, okay, then. And that was just his body's way of releasing. Uh, personally, I, when I breathe, if I'm clearing, I generally yawn. Uh, some people uh, get lots of mucus, some people fart, some people cough. Um, it could be some people laugh at a, one of my clients yesterday, just in hysterics for like half an hour, complete hysterics. And what's great about that is it's a nervous system release, but it's also like releasing tension in the body physically. So he felt amazing about that, you know, and he was like, I haven't laughed like that since I was a kid, you know, and it, it, it's it's just beautiful that the body chooses the most appropriate way and the most effective way to release all this stuff. Some people cry, you know, it can be really emotional and uh, they can go into sort of catharsis type situation. That's fine. But you can't, you know, one isn't better than the other. It's just how your body wants to work with you, you know, but it can certainly be quite emotional and particularly for blokes, actually. Yeah. Um, I think women generally are more comfortable with their emotional stuff. But um, blokes, normally when you take the lid off, it's like, boom, you know, it comes. How is breathwork sort of perceived between like between men and women? Are men sort of a bit more reluctant to do it maybe or? Yeah, I think, um, you know, with anything like that, like when you, if you went to a yoga class sort of 20 years ago, it'd be mainly women, possibly a few gay men, and maybe the odd guy, straight guy. Uh, it's the same with breathwork. It's changing. 
it was definitely when I started, it was more like 95%, 5%. I'd say it's now about 70, 30, maybe something like that, which is great. So we're heading in the right direction. But again, it's this, um, you know, blokes, not, I think it's a generational thing. Blokes of my age, I'm 57. So blokes of my age are a little bit wary about like taking the lid off, you know, uh, I talked to my brother about it and he was like, Whoa, why do I want to lift the Pandora's, you know, open the Pandora's box of my stuff? I'll never get the lid back on. And <laughs> I think that a lot of people feel like that. Like, why would I want to do that? Well, you want to do it because it's healthier and you're going to feel better and it's temporary and you'll pass through it, you know. And it's never as bad as the anticipation. It's actually really easy to clear our baggage. It's not a difficult thing to do. So, um, but then when I have specific pieces of editorial, so, for example, a guy called Nopal Daliwal wrote a piece in the Evening Standard for a really blokey point of view, and he just bullet pointed it. It was like, this is what happened after six months. Threw away my asthma inhaler, stopped smoking. My relationships with women improved. My relationships with my parents improved. Even my flat's looking tidier. Started to jog, and that was it. It was an avalanche. And I got, I think there was a whole month of the retreat where it was just blokes. When no wow. Women. So I, yeah, those layers and like kind of like understanding those layers and like finding out what those layers are. How how like easy is that to do? Uh, or does, does, does breathwork make that easier basically to find and identify those layers? Yeah, I, the the short answer to that, Gavin, is yes for sure. I call it energetic archaeology. So if you think of it like strata, you know, then we know, you know, we most people have got some idea around this stuff and their baggage, you know, but there's layers. So he tapped into a layer that he didn't even know was there. It was like me, you know, I've been depressed since I was 12. I found this out when I was 40. You know, I had literally no clue. It wasn't even on my radar. I'm not a stupid person, but this was just, I didn't realize it could have physical symptoms. I thought it was just something in your head, you know. And um, I think there's quite a few people out there, especially blokes, you know, we're not that uh, great at, at sort of self-reflection generally although I would say I'm really noticing like the younger generations coming through much more on it it's a completely different ball game you know I've got trainees in their 20s who are just you know it was like wow I'm just in awe at how advanced they are at that age you know I'm like great you've got the rest of of your journey you know and you're you're wide awake so um so yeah, I mean, clearly I'm biased. You know, I'm not I'm not the most objective person on the planet about this because I do it every day, and I have done for the last 17, 18 years. And I see it just do what I would have called miracles prior to knowing about it, but they're not miracles. They're just we've got amazing capacities that are dormant a lot of the time, and when we can turn them on, then they they go into you know they come into play. So for me, really, breath work is like. We put the body into this autopilot recalibration mode. And if you've got physical stuff going on, it'll work with it. If you've got baggage that needs to leave, it will leave. You know, it doesn't ask your permission. It just does it. Um, if you've got hidden depths that you haven't yet touched, but you need to, it'll go there, you know. So that's the great thing. We don't sort of work it out cognitively. We just create the space. And if you think of it like a vehicle, but, you know, you and I are sat in the back seat. You've got your breath. That's the fuel. I've got the map. And I'm going, it's that way. And what's driving the vehicle? Your body, you know. And it's got so much wisdom. It knows you better than you know yourself, you know, because it knows your subconscious as well as the conscious. So uh, for me, it's magic. It's magical. And it was a little bit like that when I discovered it. The, the magic came back. I think my world had been fairly black and white 
and it just it just sort of blew up into like 3D high definition technicolor and, and that hasn't left you know and it's it's a bit like going back to being a kid you know when like things really are magical you remember your sort of you know your early years when you're like yeah. playing and pictures and imagination and all of that that sort of comes back it didn't go anywhere we just had it sort of programmed out of us or numbed out of us or i did anyway that was my experience so life is um quite different as a result, and uh, I, I do a lot of gratitude. I'm very grateful to be where I am. And I'm just in awe, actually, to, a lot of the time. I'm just in awe at like, what we're in. You know, we forget about it. Like, how amazing is it just to be here? Just to be here, just to be alive. And that baggage you're talking about, that mental baggage, that any baggage, whatever it is, physical baggage, yeah. emotional baggage, does yeah. that go away the more you practice? And, and is that... Yeah. Like, uh, is that a thing? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, do I have any baggage? You bet your butt I've got baggage. Having said that, I've got way less than I've ever had. And the stuff that remains, I, I pretty much know what it is. So I can navigate it more readily. And um, I do get triggered still, you know, but way less than I ever have done. There's just more peace. You know, I'm just quite peaceful and content most of the time. Uh, there's more space. There's less um, kind of... It's like I've slowed down in the middle of everything, but the rest of it seems to have speeded up a little bit. So I don't really do much these days. It, it, that's one way of looking at it. I just allow things to happen and come yeah. in. I'm not gone. Uh, that striving, like go, 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 go. Forget about it. It's really a difficult way to do life. So there's, it's got a, life has got a flow. And if you can just get in the flow, I always think about like just sitting on a rubber ring and just, going down the river and it's a bit like that i'm like wow nice scenery you know really cool oh look here's somebody coming in you know it's a bit like that so it's just an easier more joyful way to to go about it but uh but can you do you know can you engage with your baggage absolutely can you do all your baggage you know people often come and go okay how long is it going to take me to do all my baggage and i'm like i've got no clue but i'm 17 years in and i'm still doing it so uh but i think you know I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get to a point. I'm not even sure that is the point, you know, to get clear of it. I think it's just to be able to navigate it and to deconstruct the major stuff, which is really standing in the way of you living a, um, a kind of a good life and a life that you enjoy and you wish to engage with. And it's certainly, you know, it's certainly done that for me. I love that. I love that thought. And I love that thinking. Alan, thanks so much for your time. Um, where can people find out more about Breath Guru and what you're up to next as well? the website what we've done at the moment is we've made it free so uh, one of the things i was really kind of um one of my intentions was to get it out to as many people as possible so i didn't want finances to be a barrier for that so when you go to the website if you go to breathguru.com you'll see a shop and in the shop there's subscriptions and there's three levels of subscription the bottom one is called breathe free as it suggests it's free so you just put your email in you'll be given a uh, set of seven videos, which is basically the how-to, what it is, how it works, how you do it, and then two audios, 11 minutes and 27 minutes, and those can be your daily practice. So maybe you do the 11-minute daily, and maybe you've got more time on the weekend, you do the 27-minute. And that's everything you need. You actually don't need me. 
you know, to get going and initiate a self-practice. If you want to go to the next level, we've got kind of a Netflix breathwork, and that's a library of 18 audios on specific themes. So anxiety, sleep, heart, power, intuition, and embodiment. 15 minutes, 30 minutes, or 60 minutes. Now, if you want to go to the next level, then it's that plus the weekly workshops. Oh, I love that. Alan's insights and Alan's words, just absolutely brilliant. And I think that a lot of what Alan's saying, you know, a lot of what um, he's professing to do with ditching that mental baggage, that clarity, having that kind of that foresight to be able to just zen out and then fix yourself. It does take time. You know, we all have our layers. The layers are so, so important for all us guys. You know, there are so many layers to each of us and you're never going to unpack every single one you know in a short space of time it's going to take a while but making the effort and doing the right things right now is a good start and i do think it's a great path towards strong mental health in the future so i would love to know what you think about this show please do as ever um leave us a comment or drop us a review uh, in the podcast provider sections wherever you're listening to this at and also uh, do subscribe as well if you can if you like the shows if you like this show uh, if you like me <laughs> yeah, maybe actually if you don't like me uh, subscribe anyway but yeah um, do yeah hit us up in the comments and the DMs as well on social media uh, with your feedback I'd love to hear what you have to think about what you have to say about this and what you have to think about it um, it would be fantastic and also you're more than welcome to DM me anytime I'm at Gavin R official for anything so uh, please do feel free to do that and I hope you're all doing okay this has been the Manzilla Podcast have a great day.